failure happens only when you give up. It's not the being the best salesman. It's not being the best uh, entrepreneur because we're all on different paths. We're all on different journeys in our life. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. We are live on Facebook today, and we've got an exciting one. I'm excited about it. We've got Michael Park. He's the founder of Synergy Pest Control. He's an expert in sales with a major in my personal favorite, door-to-door. Michael, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you, bro. Thanks for having me. Excited. So I, I got to ask here, if y'all notice, both of our hats look very similar. <laughs> uh I've told you about Apex before, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And 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 so where'd the logo come from? Dude, I didn't even know this. I saw this like uh-huh. two or three years after I designed the logo. So you're and saying you had it first is what you're saying. I, you're saying heart, Zuman I, copied you. <laughs> copycat? What are you doing, brother? Come on. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I came up with it in my head. Um, and coming soon, I mean, we got some tweaks on the logo. So this was this was a couple years ago. I came out with this logo probably five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a, a smidge tweak coming soon. So okay. you'll you'll see that. It, a little separator. <laughs> just a, just now, a little bit. I've got um, – it's funny because I – we came up with this logo probably in 16 or 17. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's this it's, – you know it, what I mean? It's all just so, you know, the triangle. Like-minded. That's right. So something with sales, it's like leadership. Oh, I don't know. You can connect all the dots. (laughs) Exactly. All right. So you just, I was on your Facebook page and I noticed you just shot a a commercial for your company. Yeah. And, and you didn't look that comfortable in it. So how was that experience? Bro, I'll be, I'll be straight up with you. They told me that it was going to be a, uh, a voiceover. So I was like, yo, I'm just going to sit here, go over the words, but they were filming also. And it showed zero of my personality. I'm pretty like (laughs) energetic, like get after it. But I was a stick and a half and this is all over now. So we're, we're, uh, we're going to change it (laughs) coming soon. Cause when we first jumped on a call, like you had this issue or whatever. So you reached out, we jumped on a call and you were just a ball of energy, dude. I was like, oh. this is my kind of people. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then I saw the commercial and I'm like, what, what happened to Michael? Where'd Michael? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it's uh, called bipolar. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I have all these different, uh, yeah. Names for myself. No, it was weird. It was so weird. And, uh, coming soon is, is the new Michael. So, okay. so, good, so yeah, we'll bring, we'll bring the energy this next, next video. Okay, so I, I don't know what you guys call it, but you guys just got back from a summer launch trip or a yep. recruiting event. What what was this thing you guys did in St. George? Yeah, so we want to build uh, the culture uh, for for Synergy Pest Control the best we possibly can. I feel like getting to know the the people that work for us is super key. So um, we went to St. George, did some awesome hikes, um, did some challenging things, hung out, um, played a little golf. Mm-hmm. Um, but all around just mostly 
getting to know the guys and them getting to know the team. Um, I just feel like that was, it was super valuable and you can't go wrong with spending time with your, your team. So. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Whenever, you know, unfortunately the way we were built because, you know, a lot of our guys were older, right. And they had mm-hmm. kids and families and right. everything. It's like, they weren't going to take a vacation to hang out with us. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. If they took a vacation, yep. they were hanging out with their family. Right. Right. But we did have a lot of, of road trips, you know, that mm-hmm. we would have stuff planned at night and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So what what was your favorite, I guess, event that y'all did of the whole thing? Man, we went on this amazing hike. Um, it was like a water hike. So if any any of you guys know St. George, it's red rocks everywhere. And it's luckily for us guys in Utah, it's, it's like a three and a half, four hour drive, depending on how fast you drive. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you pull up around the corner, you got these big red rocks um you got arches um nice and, and and just fantastic have you been before no what 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 park is it um well there's all sorts of parks we didn't end up going to any crazy parks but we found this okay. hike we found this hike that was like a slot canyon mm-hmm. um and you basically are swimming throughout the whole hike you're in and out of water you're jumping off cliffs to get to the next uh oh, that's portion. insane yeah that's awesome. next it's amazing, man. It just, it built, we were able to build some really, really cool experiences. We filmed a lot of the stuff. Um, and yeah, just, it was amazing. Just beautiful, beautiful hikes. Amazing hikes. Recruiting video come from that. Oh yeah, for sure. Coming soon. Yeah. I remember I, I stayed in St. George for one of our uh, RBO meetups. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just kind of like started in one direction and ran into some cool stuff and i, I forgot what it's called it's something rock uh, oh, man there's red there's red ledges there's uh uh-huh. i mean there's red rocks everywhere i mean yeah you can, you can experience it all gosh you can see it from downtown it, it says it right there oh then, dixie dixie, dixie rock. there you go dixie rock and then like right there's the rock right but then above that there's a whole park area back there and that's yep. what I hiked. And I just got some amazing pictures out there. So I imagine all your guys' Instagrams and everything were going crazy. <laughs> they, blew, they blew it up. Yeah, they loved it. Awesome, so, man. It's fantastic. So the whole thought behind that, doing that for your team was to mm-hmm. create that camaraderie, bring the guys closer together. You know, and that's something that really doesn't happen, I would say, enough mm-hmm. from the, like, Texas and upside of things. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, a, it's, a, it's a different culture. Right. right. When the first time I saw the amazing culture that these Utah boys had, it was like, dang, you know what I mean? I want to go grab about 10 of those guys and come back down to Texas with them. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Uh, the first thing I saw was from uh, Vivint. Yep. Right. And then I got a hold of one of their recruiting books where they mm-hmm. went through like the company, the values, and then like they showed all the swag and everything. And that's what really in- inspired me at that point to to start including that in our sales program. It's like, Hey, we've got, you know, our, our core values and everything. And then also like all the, the different swag in the company and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did I guess, well, let's just go way back. Let's get into story time here. Right. Okay. Yeah, sure. How did you get started in sales and, and kind of what brought you to this point? Man. So us boys in, in Utah, probably are now we're uh, a religious state, mm-hmm. right? The Mormons mm-hmm. is what, what they call us, okay? Um, so my first sell was selling Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So I actually came to Dallas, Texas, and um, 
you know, that's that, that was my first experience of talking to people, knocking on their door saying, Hey, I've got a message about Jesus Christ that can change your life. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and so that was selling Jesus is difficult to those Baptist people that love Jesus already trying to get them to change kind of certain things about their day-to-day life and mm-hmm. to, uh, maybe jump on board with, with us. Right. Uh, ult- ultimate con- conversion, right. Is, is the ultimate goal. Yeah. Um, so that's where it started. Um, and we were missionaries, right. Went door to door, talked to, talked to a lot of lo- thousands and thousands of people was able to baptize a lot of people and, um, close the deal is what they would say. Right. But yeah. in, the, in the sales world, um, but I really just had, I found what I was good at and I was able to pursue that right after my mission. I was, um, obviously here in Utah, you're approached everyone that went on a mission or plans on going on a mission is approached by someone, uh, to go knock doors, right? If you have yeah. any, uh, interpersonal skills, um, yeah, you did it for free. So yeah, you're I did fully qualified. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I paid. I paid to do it. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, you guys yeah, paid, pay, paid to do yeah, it. Yeah, we paid to go on these missions, and um, and it ultimately it changes our lives and our perspective on life, and mm-hmm. uh, finding out like what is really important, right? Um, but yeah, and then the steps continued, right? I went out and I was like, "Yo, I haven't sold anything except lemonade and Jesus, right?" Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go ahead and give it a shot. Um, so my first area, I went out to, to Colorado, um, with a kind of a family friend, local company and, um, had zero expectations. My training was minimal. Um, and, uh, someone showed me a door approach mm-hmm. and, uh, closed one deal right off the bat. And then it was off to the races from there. Was uh, this pest control? Yep. It was okay. pest. Yep. Um, and then just continue to work on my tax, um, and my, my sales skills on the doors, mm-hmm. because it's a different sell than, I mean, every sales a little bit different, but, um, you got to get good at that certain type of sell uh, mm-hmm. if you're on the doors. So I just continued to work, right. I had, I had grit and I had tenacity, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, a mindset of never giving up, even if you have those hard days. So, um, and luckily I still have that in my, in my heart, I've never given up through the, through the challenges thick and thin. Um, right. So had a great, great summer. Um, uh, I was the top rookie. Um, one of the top sales reps in the company, um, right off the bat. And so I told myself, you know, this is, this is fantastic. I made great money in a short period of time and I just wanted to escalate that to another level. And that's, Mm -hmm. Um, and then I continued to go down that path of, uh, recruiting, building teams, um, selling, being the top reps with the companies that I'm engaged with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ultimately, uh, we started synergy pest control. Let me ask you, let me, yeah. let me rewind a little bit here and ask you, what do you think? Cause you, you're, you're surrounded by, you know, these guys that are, you know, young and you guys are all like, and, and I don't mean to stereotype you here, but you're all like no. young, good looking and fit. You know what I'm oh. saying? Like well, surrounded, you. right? And and so kind of what separate, what made you the the top salesperson besides the obvious, which is the numbers, right? Mm. Why do you think you you separated yourself from those guys? 
which is already an elite group of guys in, in terms of door knocking. Yeah. And if you're in the door to door space, you know, it's probably the most challenging job that you're ever going to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Getting out of the car is uh, the hardest thing that you're going to do. Right. Mm-hmm. But once you're out, your guns are blazing. It's rock and roll time. Um, so really for me, I think what helped me is getting involved with sports at a young age, um, getting involved with a structure, um, really played a key role with, with my growth, um, Mm -hmm. and still does to this day. And I'm sure it does for you as well. And a lot of people that are going to listen to this, Mm -hmm. um, being involved with certain things at a young age, um, is, is really key to mastering and ch- overcoming your challenges on a day-to-day basis. Um, a lot of kids these days, man, haven't gone through the challenges, haven't gone through the pain. So the mm-hmm. second it gets hard, they give up, right? So try to find yourself uh, doing challenging things at a, at a young age so that when things do get hard, when you get married or when you have children or a struggling marriage, whatever it is, you're like, you know what? I went and did this when I was uh, in high school or when I was in college and I was able to push through it. And it's a mindset. It's a mindset in your brain to push through the challenging things. Um, failure happens only when you give up. It's not the being the best salesman. It's not being the best uh, entrepreneur because we're all on different paths. We're all on different journeys in our life. Um, you can't compare yourself to other people because that's when you get yourself stuck. That's mm-hmm. when you get yourself in trouble and it's going to pain you. It's going to pain you and you're not going to be able to be successful. So ultimately what drove me is the, the muscle that I had built at a young age, going on a mission, getting rejected four million times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, getting tackled as a running back, right? Over and over and over again. And I didn't want to get up or having practices, the two a days or three a days. I had an old school football coach uh, that would do what you call pink bellies. Um, so if you did something wrong or you didn't complete a play, the whole team would line up in twos and mm-hmm. you ran through it and you got smacked in the stomach. You'd take your shirt off, you get smacked in the stomach. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> and you would be, uh, and he's gotten fired multiple times from Texas schools, um, Arizona schools. And, and he was a blessing in my life. You may think, Hey, that is crazy. What the heck is going on? And they don't mm-hmm. have coaches like that necessarily anymore. Um, but it was, he, he taught me discipline. He taught me hard work. He taught me how to get through pain. Um, and just really callousing your mind with, with hard things and getting through it. So that's, that's ultimately what it is, man, is, is just pushing through the grind on the day to day when things get hard don't give up. Absolutely. No, I love it. And it, it, it makes a lot of sense too. When you look at, especially in door to door, but in, in yeah. sales in general, when you go to recruit, you know, you look at like uh, LA fitness is a great example. Right. When they recruit their people, they're typically high producing uh, athletes. You know what I mean? And they, they go right into the show space of uh, doing the the fitness shows and stuff like that. And across the board, anytime that, you know, I, I got a high producer and I, I don't just mean like a high producer in terms of management. I mean, a high producer in terms of the field, right? Mm-hmm. They typically came from a sports background. Right. It, it is what we saw a lot. Yep. So 
when we talk about in because of most of your experience is in door to door, what do you think? What do you think it uh, t- takes to be a top rep in door to door? You know, obviously you covered the mindset piece. Yeah. Is it, it, is there certain, you know, you talked about structure a little bit, but is there certain sales tactics or maybe the recruiting piece? I know you're a great personal recruiter, so that's a huge piece too. Trying. Um, as an individual, if you're knocking doors, um, number one, you've got to learn from the best, right? You've got to learn from someone that has done it before, that has been a top producer, um, right? Because you may think that X amount of sales is really, really good. And then you go to another company and then it's a, you're on a whole different level because that's the new standard, um, right? So your standards are, are kind of a key role to your success. Where you put your standards is kind of where your achievements are going to flow, right? So on the door-to-door space, man, when, you're, when you are selling a product or a service, um, number one, you've got to be liked by the, the person that you are approaching, right? So the first thing you got to do is have a big old smile on your face, right? That's where success comes from. No one wants to buy from someone that is down or negative or doesn't have the energy that, that is going to match that person, okay? Um, so I would say find out where your energy is normally and amplify it by, by a percentage, right? Mm-hmm. To exceed, uh, to bring the energy to the cell, right? Um, right. And then you got to create interest ultimately, right? And you got to create, you're there to create the need, right? For the person you just, you're bugging them. You're knocking on their door. They didn't approach you. So mm-hmm. at some point you've got to switch it to a, there is a need in this area for this kind of service. Yeah. And that's exactly why I'm here today to make sure that you're taken care of along with all of your other neighbors. And then of course, name dropping, right? If you're in the mm-hmm. door-to-door space, make sure that you're name dropping. Um, and even if you're not in the door-to-door space, name drop. Yeah, we've got these clients. They love, you know, we work with Nike, blah, 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 whoever it is, name drop it, right? That gives you credibility on all aspects of sales. Um, and then you basically go into, you know, value. People want to buy things of value. And if you don't create enough value for that customer, then they're not going to pull out their wallets. So number, number one is building rapport and and building a relationship as everyone knows. And then of course, building enough, enough value to, to justify them pulling out the credit card. Mm -hmm. And then obviously number three, you got to be able to close the deal, right? Ask the right closing questions, whether that's a hard close, soft close uh, throughout that whole process. Um, And there's, and there's uh, a, a total great way, ethical way to go about that. Right. Mm-hmm. So those are, those are kind of our top three uh, winners as far as closing, closing a lot of deals. So I got to ask, did you ever go to the door and, and be like, Hey, sorry for bugging you <laughs> all the time. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Very funny joke, buddy. <laughs> yeah, all, all the time. And you know, you want to catch people off, uh, yeah. off guard. So my approach, a lot of times I say, Hey, Um, I'm just here. They probably told you a little bit about why we're here. Um, the jump, the dirt jumps actually going to go right over your front door. Um, and it's going to be a little bit loud. You probably already heard about it, but the X games, uh, found that your place was really, really good. So there's going to be a dirt jump that goes over your house 
and then it's going to land uh, on the on the backyard. So you don't need to worry about anything. I just need a quick signature. Uh, we'll make it super easy. And they're like, what the heck is this guy <laughs> talking about? I'm like, no, it's super easy. And then I'm like, I'm just playing with you. Uh, you've probably seen our trucks with the, the triangle on it. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're taking care of a good majority of your neighbors. And then I name drop and then obviously build the relationship. And, and they're already laughing at that point because they're like, what the heck? You're yeah. building a jump? Or I'll always tell people I'm the Girl Scout cookie guy. Uh, right? <laughs> I'm here for the Thin Mints that you guys order. And they're like, what? What the heck? Yeah, we love Thin Mints. We didn't order them, but we'll, we'll take them. Right? So, oh, anyway. that it makes a lot of sense because so many, especially when it comes to door to door, they they see you outside the door and they're like, shit. Yeah. All right. I got to deal with this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if you can patter and interrupt them away from what they're already seeing in their head, they're going to say in order to get you off their doorstep, then yeah. you're in great shape totally. from the beginning. Totally. Okay. So you had all this success working for other companies, mm-hmm. you know, and every door to door salesperson, in the back of their head, probably on day two, they're like, yeah. Hey, I could do my own thing someday. This is pretty easy, totally. right? And especially if you have a product that you don't fulfill, mm-hmm. right? You just detach the sales program and then attach it to another product. You know, right. like most sales orgs do. You guys mm-hmm. do your own fulfillment. But um, especially if you have something like that, it's like, okay, I just need to know the pitch. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I need to be able to recruit people. And then I can start my own company, right? right. And it's, it's one of the pain points in sales in general. No matter what sales you're in, door to door, business to business, telemarketing, you always have that person that is uh, has that entrepreneurial mindset, right? And obviously, you were one of those, and you went on to start your own company. What do you feel like is the reason that you felt like you had to do that, right? Because Ed Milet says, you know, let your people build their dream inside of yours, right? Or build, you know, your dream needs to be so big it can fit your people's inside of it, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you feel like it happened to where you realized, hey, I'm not going to be able to fit my dream inside of this company. I need to go out and do my own thing. Yeah. I think for me, I think it changes all the time. Um, But Mm -hmm. originally it was, man, I did really well. I could probably make a great, great profit from this Mm -hmm. if I continue to do it myself. Um, And then it transitions quite a bit into man we're able to help so many people's uh sorry so many people uh and their families and that's ultimately right now the stage i'm in um uh if if i have this company right Mm -hmm. if i have this um this organization i'm able to help people uh, not only financially but spiritually emotionally uh to, to to be happy because of the challenges that i've been through I can, I can help them along the way. So ultimately that's changing constantly of why I decided to, to start a business. Um, but ultimately it started with freedom, freedom mm-hmm. and, and making money, right? Cause I knew at one point I wanted to make money for my family to be successful, uh, to grind everything out to, um, to make people proud. Ultimately I wanted to make my wife proud. I wanted to make my family proud. Mm-hmm. And people around me and uh i loved challenging myself to to do it and so that was that was kind of the process or the beginning stages no uh, i appreciate you answering that so we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it rolling here but oh there you are came back I don't know 
Um, so let me ask you this. One of the reasons that people don't make that jump is because they recognize, oh, there's an operational aspect that I know nothing about. You know what I'm right. saying? Whether it be uh, recruiting through ads, um, you know, setting up training systems, setting up the whole sales program, or on the fulfillment piece, like fulfilling the actual company, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, two questions here. Where did you get the confidence that was like, hey, I can, I can fulfill this product too. And then, and then the second one is like, where did you get the operational know-how from? Right. Mm-hmm. So there on, yeah, on the system side, and that's one of the things I recognize about you when we first talked is like, yeah. I feel like you're almost better at operations than you are at sales, 100%. which is crazy. You know yeah. What I'm yeah, man. I, uh, I learned a lot from, from the company I started with, mm-hmm. um, Right. We always talk about in, in the industry we're in or the, or the like-minded type of people. I try to pick as many people's brains as possible. So mm-hmm. I, I couldn't have been where I am right now. And we're still on the, the growth rate. We're still very small compared to a lot of companies. Right. Um, but I would say, man, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask the people that are better than you at this one aspect. Maybe it's, man, they've, they've got a lot of Google reviews. How did you do it? Or they've got really good technicians. How do you do it? Or they've got a really good sales program. How do they do it? Um, whatever aspect it is that you're trying to develop within your company, don't be afraid to ask questions. You're going to fail. That's just part of business. You're mm-hmm. going to fail. You are absolutely going to fail. 100%. There hasn't been a business owner that hasn't failed throughout the process of success. Okay, so to answer your question, it. I went the, uh, the old school way where I bought a piece of crap truck. I bought a 2004, I think, Toyota um, and uh, Tacoma, really small, dinky little truck. I mm. bought a, a, a rig to spray the houses. And so I'd pull up in the neighborhood and knock on the door, get the deal, run to my truck and spray the house right then and there. I love it. Started with one deal, started with one deal. Um, went to the next house, knocked the door, ran and grabbed my truck, sprayed the house. Same thing time after time, time after time. Um, until now we've got an office in Nashville and obviously here in Utah. Um, Mm -hmm. and we've got, you know, we're paying high salaries and, and we've got technicians and sales teams and Mm -hmm. it's, and it started from one, one attempt to knocking on a door, hoping, hoping that I would get a deal. Um, and so, yeah, man, I just, I had to have faith in myself. I had to have faith in my, my community that they would pull through for me, that they would help me um, connect the dots and, and yeah, just, just going through it, right? Nike, just do it. And that's, that's all, <laughs> that's, that's literally all we did. It was just go out and knock a door, go out and talk, talk to people because you never open your mouth, right? It's a simple, you know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Um, mm-hmm. if you don't ever take the shot, you never know what's going to happen. And I feel like regret is the biggest painful thing that you can experience in this life, man. I should have done X. Mm-hmm. Everyone has felt that in their hearts and that's okay. That, that painful feeling of regret is good. Use it to your advantage and never have it again. Push through on a day to day and plan, plan for success and, um, as you get bigger and, and better at your, your mindset, you'll get better at it. 
Well, and that's the thing too, isn't it? Some people don't learn that until it's too late, until this crazy life event happens that's like, oh man, I should have, right? And you had something similar, something to that point happen with you and your mom. Can you kind of walk us through that? And then at what point in the company were you at when, whenever that happened? Yeah, so this was actually at a young age, um, all through through high school. Um, yeah, my, my mom was diagnosed with cancer. Um, and you know, she was in the hospital on the, on the day to day, Mm -hmm. uh, getting treatments done all the time. Um, so I'd have sporting events and then find time to go visit my mom. Um, and there came a time where the doctor said, Hey, she's got a certain amount of time left in her life and she's not going to make it. Um, and everyone's gone through those challenges where you get emotional and you, you almost feel broken, right? Everyone has felt broken in their hearts and in their souls, um, because they've either lost someone they care about or love someone so much they they can see the pain that they're going through. Um, and that's what my family experienced all through high school and, um, yeah, she was, she was suffering in a lot of ways. Um, my family was suffering in a lot of ways. So we had to come together, um, you know, and, and put, put family first because it was very, very difficult. I was, I'm already hormonal at this age, right? Uh, in, in high school, your brain's like, man, I love my mom. Um, I don't want to lose her. Right. So there, there would be days where I'd be walking home from school and I would just start crying um, or I was broken where my heart, I, I, I thought so deeply about the losing my mom and not having her there to make my, make food for me after school or whatever it was, just the small, simple things yeah. um, that kind of broke my soul. Um, but as a family, we had to, to step up and, and, and pray and fast and, and I'm a big big believer in Jesus Christ. And, mm-hmm. and that's ultimately what got us through the hard times sincerely with all my heart. That is absolutely what got us through this hard time, um, during this time. And, you know, there, what's, what's challenging about this story is she got through it. Uh, mm-hmm. she got through it. She went through the whole process of all the treatments. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, they do test for five years and she was clear. She was clear for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it came back. Um, so we had to go through that whole process again, um, of finding our peace and finding our, our comfort through Jesus. And then obviously coming together as a family to overcome this challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and really unify our, our culture as a family. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm happy to say today that my wife, or not my wife, my, my mom is, is alive and well, she obviously suffered a lot, uh, you know, the, a 10 year, uh, 10 to 15 year cycle, whatever you want to call it was very painful. She still limps and has a whole bunch of knee problems and hip problems because of mm-hmm. uh, it was in her leg. Yeah. Uh, a, a she basically had to destroy yep. her body a little bit to get it out of there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They cut her leg off pretty much and, mm-hmm. and then had to sew it back on to get the, the tumor out of her leg. Oh my gosh. 
So, um, it's, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm just proud, proud of my mom to push through that, right. Mm -hmm. Mentally, emotionally. And, and she's the best mom on on planet earth. And she's gone through (laughs) a lot of, a lot of challenges and, and my dad, you know, my dad went through a lot of those challenges with her to, to be a partner, to fight through all the, the bills that you have to pay for the hospitals. I mean, just extreme, uh, extreme commitment. Um, and so those times, man, it's those times that, that you look back on and you're like, all right, we didn't give up then. We're not giving up now. So, I would, I would argue, you know, cause I asked you earlier, like, what was it about you that made you different from all those other guys? And that made you into a top rep. I would argue that was it. Totally. Like you had stretched your capacity for what you could handle so much yeah. at a young age that by the time a door got slammed in your face, you're like, oh, this ain't shit. Yeah. My mom beat cancer. You know what I'm saying? Twice. Yeah. <laughs> right? This ain't, this ain't nothing. And you had to, you know, when you were walking through that, I can't imagine what it's like to imagine a life without your mother. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so you had to kind of like stretch your reality in a sense. And um, I feel like that conditioned you for what you're doing now to where it's like, this is almost like it's hard, obviously, being a business owner is incredibly yeah. hard yeah. and will push you to to some limits. But right. I don't think it's going to ever be able to push you to the limits that going through that with your mom. Did. Yeah. yeah. Losing someone's the hardest emotional thing that you can go through. Right. Yeah. In this mm-hmm. life, I feel like is is the most challenging thing that you could ever experience. So if you can get through that and fight through it for 15 years at a young age, and then uh, you've already built that muscle, just like when you go to the gym, yeah. uh, it's a muscle that you develop over time, getting through hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. Yeah. So the fact that you work that muscle at a young age, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, me having three young kids, um, it just gives me more and more incentive to try my best to create adversity for them, mm-hmm. you know, in a healthy way, obviously. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And whether it be through sports, working out, through pushing them to kind of like go after, you know, what they're passionate about and, uh, you know, almost putting that parent or that, um, that parent hat to the side a little bit and mm-hmm. being their, their life coach yeah. for a little bit. You know? Yeah, go dig some holes in the backyard, son. Exactly. <laughs> you know, my, my kids do that for fun right now. So, <laughs> yeah, for free. Yep. I love it. All right. So, obviously, that was a huge expansion of your mindset. I thank you for sharing that story with us. Sure. I know it can't be easy to relive that. Um, you know, you've got that uh, in your tool bag now. And obviously, you've called on that to, to go through everything you have in business and expanding to Nashville and all that good stuff. So what's next for you guys? I know you, you're you focusing on the, the sales team right now, and that's where your focus mm-hmm. is at because you guys have the operations side, the side dialed in. But what, what's next for your, your company now? I think for us right now, it's uh, developing the leaders that we have um, right now and then continuously finding finding more leaders. We need more leaders in our, in our company. Everyone needs more leaders. Um, mm-hmm. And those, those people that are existing in your company, those people can step up and be those leaders um, or you got you to gotta find them, right? So 
that's that's kind of what we're seeking right now to grow and expand is because as you know man you can't do anything on your own and you look at the word synergy right that's our company name synergy pest control um synergy is basically doing doing something great with others right you cannot do something great alone right you look at all the big companies every single apple nike adidas like whatever it may be uh, amazon yes there's a genius with that uh that company that had to start it mm -hmm. um but he he branched off at some point to find leaders to help develop the the systems the processes the um the growth right so yeah ultimately that's that's the game plan and then we want to really blow up our nashville office uh blow up our our local office here in utah um and then continue to expand to different uh states and uh here in the united states so i couldn't agree more brother i mean that's that's a big part of it right so one of the biggest mistakes i made when i was younger and um you may have seen this happen in your business is mm -hmm. expanding 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 like crazy almost low, lowering the mark a little bit for becoming a leader to yep. get more because we were expanding so quickly mm -hmm. and our client needed more sales coming out of multiple locations. So we expanded, 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 and we didn't invest enough in our leadership, whether it was compensation yeah. or um, actual leadership training, and then more importantly, mindset and life training, you know? Yeah. And so that's one of the big things I, I preach to my clients now is, okay, we got to get out of this, like, a uh, profit per rep type mm. mentality and yeah. you have to be teaching them things beyond what's profitable for us, right. you know, and then here's the crazy part. And this is how life works, right? Once you invest and you put that value forward for your guys, it's going to come back tenfold over time. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? And it will end up being profitable. It just, you can't see it year over year marks, you know? Yep. So yep. I couldn't agree more. All right, brother. Last question. Yeah. What does legacy mean to you? And what legacy do you want to leave behind? Great question. Um, I think for for me, um, and, and again, this changes. I wanna I wanna be on my deathbed and have no regrets. I want to be able to have been a good person during hard times. I want to be able to have changed as many lives as I possibly can. Um, but what continues to this year, at least this season of my life is you don't need a thousand followers. You don't need a million followers to change lives. In fact, you don't need 10 followers whatever it is. And if, whether that's on social media or a neighbor, you need one life that you can change. It just takes one to be fulfilled. Um, whether that's a family member, whether that's um, someone within your company, whether that's a neighbor, um, there's not enough kindness and love in this world. Um, so I would just continue to say, man, preach love, kindness, smile. Um, the new wealth to me, at least in this season of my life is, is happiness. And I feel most happy when I'm, I'm sharing my love and I'm sharing my, my smile to, 
to those around me. Um, so that's, that's what I would say is challenge people that are listening or going to listen to this. Even if it's one person, man, smile, smile more, try to reach out to Sorry, I'm getting calls. All right. Reach out to people that need help. Reach out to people that um, that you're feeling that they might need your help. And everyone knows, right? Because we get so busy with our day to day. But don't forget about the people that got you where you are uh, here today. Um, so reach out to them, love them, care for those people around you. Um, and I think happiness comes first before success. You got to be happy because people can see it and feel it. You got to find a way to be happy and then success will follow. Um, and, and find out what, what's important to you. You talk a lot about core values all the time. And I love that. Um, so finding out what your core values are, um, develop those and make it, make it a part of your life. I love it, brother. A legacy of love and kindness. Couldn't agree more. I could think of one other person that that had that legacy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And we're all trying to be like him, right? That's right. All right, guys. If you want to reach out to Michael, if you want to get involved with his company, they are doing amazing things and growing at a rapid pace. You can reach out to him at Instagram. His handle is Michael G. Park and connect with him there. Um, He does respond to his DMs. I know because I was in his DMs. (laughs) (laughs) Always, brother. Always. All right, brother. I want to thank you so much for uh, sharing your story, sharing your mom's story as well. Uh, That was amazing. I think a lot of people are going to be touched by that. And so uh, we appreciate it. You got it. And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, brother. All right. Let's get building. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. We really do appreciate it. As you know, we believe that great leaders build great teams. How do you become a great leader? You learn from the greats. Join us at the Million Dollar Mastermind put on by Ryan Stuman in Frisco, Texas, and learn everything that you need to learn to be that great leader. The link will be in the description below. As always, we ask that you like, share, and subscribe wherever you consume podcasts so you can stay up to date with the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. Let's get building.